Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630-CHAD. Joining you from Rogers Place in Ice District. Sounds like we're going to need a new Oilers Now uh, opening to uh, start the show. It's been a significant day in oil country. This is Oilers Now. It is brought to you by Digitex. Buy or lease your next office network printer from the Digitex.ca e-commerce store. Alberta's number one owned and operated place to buy office IT and supplies. Straight to our top story for legacy heating and cooling. Whether it's heating or cooling you need, get it with no payments and no interest for a year, that's how you build a legacy, legacy heating and cooling. If you've uh, been listening to 630 Chad and Shay Ganim over the course of the last three hours and the updates with Randy Kilburn, you're well aware of the fact by now, confirmed at 11.15 today by the Edmonton Oilers organization, Dave Tippett, Edmonton Oilers head coach, and associate coach Jim Playfair, relieved of their duties. Coming up from the farm, Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson. Dave Tippett. Has been a real good guy to deal with over the course of the last three seasons during very challenging times. I might assert to you that uh, the 1920 team in particular seemed to be tracking in a pretty positive direction. Tippett went 93, 62, and 14. That's a 591 uh, winning percentage in the regular season, 1 and 7 in the playoffs slash play ins. Jay Woodcroft down on the farm, 105 wins, 586 winning percentage in Bakersfield with nowhere near the deepest set of forwards in the league. I, I think we can certainly assert that. He did win two division titles, um, had a Bakersfield high of 42-win season. Remember, they only play uh, 66, 68 games. And uh, also saw 13 players make their NHL debut. So, again, the top story for Legacy Heating and Cooling, the Edmonton Oilers have made a coaching change. Uh, I will tell you that uh, Jay Woodcroft is on a 245 flight uh, up into Edmonton. Oilers general manager Ken Holland will be speaking today at 1 o'clock from the Hall of Fame room. Uh, I spent about two hours there this morning between 9 and 11. Uh, but uh, anyhow, bottom line, Ken Holland will be speaking today at 1 o'clock. We will carry that and blow out of the 1 o'clock uh, news weather traffic update. Um, the, it almost seems... Well, you know what? At this stage, it wasn't shocking, but if you told people back when the Oilers were 16-5 and five and with the number one winning percentage in the National Hockey League, I think it, you would have said it was crazy that that could have occurred, what's ended up transpiring here. This is a results-driven business. Uh, when you're a broadcaster for a team, you have the, the privilege of uh, getting to know people and if you're a positive guy, liking to, uh, you know, a lot of the people that you work with on a day-to-day business and 
basis and also in a situation where you learn a lot from them. And uh, Dave Tippett certainly, you know, got it, played over 600 games in the National Hockey League, had been the head coach before in Dallas and Arizona. Edmonton is a different animal. It is a challenging market uh, because of the passion that the fans have. I want to get your thoughts on the changes that have been made. You can reach us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. Get the new floors you've always wanted at 143rd Street and 111th Avenue or head to ashleyfinefloors.com for more information. We will take listener calls today in two separate blocks. We are going to go today from 12 until 3 o'clock, an extra hour of Oilers now, and have extended open line time uh, between 1.30 and 2 o'clock and 2.30 and 3. We'll tell you that Reed Wilkins from Inside Sports uh, will ha- share us uh, his thoughts on Dave Tippett's dismissal probably in around 2 o'clock today. Uh, Louis DeBrus from NHL Hockey and Rogers for... Uh, GCL Diesel uh, will slide on the show at about 12.35, and uh, we might work in a couple other guests as well. Uh, you can reach us at any time on the River Creek Resort and Casino Hotline at 780-496-0063. We'll tell you that Tap 25 is getting a new menu. That starts February 22nd, and you can try it at 50% off from 2 to 5 p.m. each day. Plus, new food specials and promotions taking place at The Kitchen and Italia. For more information, head to therivercreeresort.com. Reminder, River Creek Resort. Dot com open 24-7, excitement, bet on it. But the top story today, the Edmonton Oilers have relieved Dave Tippett along with Jim Playfair of their duties. And up from the farm comes Jay Woodcroft as well as Dave Manson. Just before I go to Brendan Escott, a reminder, you can reach it, Brendan, at Brendan with two E's, Escott with two T's. I'm available, Bob underscore Stoffer, and the show Twitter account is at Oilers now. Uh... You know, the performance coming out of the All-Star break the last two nights, and we will get into our Winners Now audio vault at about 12-20, 12-22 today, wasn't pretty. I mean, sort of a despondent 4-0 loss at home against Vegas. I was really surprised to see Mike Smith start for the second consecutive night. I know I mentioned in last night's pregame show, uh, the Chicago Blackhawks interviewed an analytics uh, guru around the National Hockey League by the name of Eric Tulski, who works for the Carolina Hurricanes, the Chicago Blackhawks did for a potential GM position. He sort of wrote the definitive uh, piece on goaltenders starting on back-to-back nights, and as a rule of thumb, save percentages tend to drop from 9-12 to 8-92. And he wrote this in 2014, so I was a little surprised that we didn't see Stuart Skinner in goal last night. And then Chicago subsequently scored on their you know, first two shots on goal, neither of which were Mike Smith's fault. Uh, but it became Dave Smith and Jim Playfair, or Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair's problem. And uh, the Oilers were leaking egregious opportunities in the opening period. The team, over the course of the last couple games, again, I use the word despondent. Like, they're, they're not playing with a lot of offensive confidence. This has gone on for a while. Some of you will say right now, and you'll text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line, I I can tell already there's going to be people excited about the opportunity for Jay Woodcroft and for Dave Manson. Dave Manson's an interesting guy for me. First round draft choice in the National Hockey League. Played on one of the toughest junior teams of all time. Took that toughness to the NHL with Chicago. Uh, Was an enforcer early in his career that morphed into a power play man. When Edmonton picked him up from Chicago and then late in his career uh, sort of uh, reinvented himself as a defensive shutdown defenseman. And in Dave Manson's journey as a defenseman to the, or a defense coach of the NHL, he's touched all the bases on the ways up. 
And uh, you take a look. At, when I look at an area of, that I have some confidence in long term for Edmonton, it is on their prospect development specific to defensemen. And to me, Dave Manson has to accept um, or at least receive some accolades for doing that. I don't think he's really that worried about that. I'm going to be intrigued to see how Edmonton's defense changes as a result of the, this tandem coming up with uh, Jay Woodcroft and uh, Dave Manson. As for Jay, you've heard him regularly here on Mondays for the last three seasons. Positive guy. They've built a great culture. Keith Gretzky's played a part of that. Uh, Ken Holland's allowed Keith to run uh, the situation in Bakersfield. That program, and it's a program, it has a positive culture. It gets results, and it prioritizes playing Edmonton Oilers' top prospects in virtually every situation. That's how you build a good farm system that eventually translates to the NHL. The last eight to ten games for a guy like Evan Bouchard. It's concerning. He had another tough game last night. The Oilers as a team did as well. They had moments in the second period where they had a chance to win the game. But uh, there's going to be some changes. I'll predict a couple of them right now. I think you'll see a little bit more balancing of the minutes amongst the forwards. Um, and maybe some different looking. To, you're going to have to see some different looking defense in the short term because Duncan Keith suffered a... Uh, Obvious concussion-like symptoms last night. He's going to go into a protocol here. Again, Ken Holland will have a update for us at 1 o'clock. He'll have his perspective as to why now the decision. I want to get your thoughts. Texas, what do you think of this change? Uh, Jay Woodcroft, Dave Manson up, and the orders were leaving Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair. And, and look, Jim Playfair has been tied to Dave Tippett. That's how the business works. Back in the 630 Jet Studios where he's been all morning uh, assisting in the uh, work efforts uh, for Chorus is Brendan Escott. Brendan, what's your take on what's transpired today? Well, I think in some sense Tippett had to be the sacrificial lamb in this situation. I don't think that he got the benefit of the doubt in terms of the goaltending this year and how the roster was decimated throughout certain parts of the season, but at the same time, I do believe that the staff needs to be held accountable for the starts to these games. Like, it's you know, that's that's a pretty tough thing to, to continually have behind the eight ball you know and and not one goal lately two goals so uh maybe they're looking for the bump i am very very excited to see what jay woodcroft does at the head of an nhl team all right let's quickly get into some text and again we're going to do this all afternoon you can text us on the ashley five floors text line at 780-496-0063 garrett from grand prairie says bob these moves are two years too late losing in four games to the hawks in the play-in series should have been the end i'm just glad that the underperforming management group made a good bet in Woodcroft and Manson. I don't think you could have overreacted to what happened against Chicago in the play-in series. I mean, the league got shut down basically for four months. Uh, Goaltending, neither of the two teams had good goaltending in that series. The Oilers had a couple defensemen that didn't even want to be here. Um, They got 15 points out of Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl, and somehow somebody wrote that those guys were the problem. So, uh, anyhow, another texter comes in saying, unfortunate about Dave's firing, he is a good coach and doesn't deserve all the blame for sure. We needed a goalie and didn't get one. Enough said. We also need to address our defensive woes. We need to uh, be tighter and less offensive-minded. Defense wins championships. And we've been on the offense way too much, and the the Stars are spending too much time on the ice. A more blue-collar approach is needed here. To quote the late Pat Quinn, the team needs some sandpaper. We need to be harder to play against. This is uh, not here, and it needs to be. 
Forwards need to back check, and everybody needs to finish the checks. This does not happen. It needs to happen. You can text us again on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. The news of the day. Top story for legacy heating and cooling. And I will try to get... I've already, since the start of the show, we're 18 minutes in, and I'm at 1,200 texts so far. So I'll try to get a few in. Uh, another texter saying, Bob, the Oilers need size and toughness as much as goaltending as Cassian uh, is out against the Islanders. Chara Johnson, Martin Flew, the same one that he had the last time they played Calgary. Well, Zach Cassian got hit in the side of the head with a puck last night. So wait and see. Another texter says, it, it, it had to happen. Sucks that the team is so far out of a playoff spot. I don't know if a new coach is going to change the season, but having said that, Skinner should have been playing more, but Tippett refused. Uh, she bit, he should have been in last night's let, uh, net to play the younger ones. Well, some coaches will tell you the NHL is in a developmental league. Um, but I, I, I will say I was very surprised mid-afternoon yesterday when we found out uh, that uh, we were going to see the Oilers come back with Mike Smith back-to-back. Bob, this team needs more defensive structure above everything else. Hopefully Manson can put in a system uh, in place that's effective and takes away time and space, something clearly lacking this year. Again, you can text us 780-496-0063. And on days like today, uh, you know, you're going to get it. Uh, I do sense that there's a fair amount of optimism around uh, Jay Woodcroft and Dave Manson, and I think that many of you listening to the show right now we're looking for a change. That you've grown tired of this. Dino says, Bob, all due respect to Woodcroft, but I think the coaching change likely won't make much difference when you've got poor defense. The stats speak for themselves. Uh, 33 first goals allowed and too many grade eight chances against. If you have a bad defense, your goaltender will likely struggle as well. The blue line is a complete mess. That one comes to us from Dino. Well, you know what's crazy about this is that Edmonton won in Vegas. And they didn't have Darnell Nurse going. They had Philip Broberg paired with Cody Ceci and Miko Koskinen played great. I wonder if this changes the dynamic a bit for Miko Koskinen when he comes back from COVID protocol. Um, and, and again, I I don't know if I start Mike Smith's three straight games. Like the Oilers got the Islanders tomorrow night here at Rogers Place, and I may be so inclined to start Stuart Skinner in that game. Sometimes three and four, very tough for a goaltender. Again, our top story, legacy heating and cooling. The Edmonton Oilers have relieved head coach Dave Tippett, associate coach Jim for of their duties, coming up from the farm from Bakersfield. Uh, and it will apparently be on an interim basis, but we'll have more clarity coming up with uh, Ken Holland at 1 o'clock today, Jay Woodcroft, and Dave Manson. At this stage, I have no update from the uh, in terms of what's going to transpire. Colin Chalk is the other assistant coach that is currently down on the farm in Bakersfield. When we come back, a quick review of last night's disappointing result against Chicago which resulted in change today for the Edmonton Oilers. We'll get to NHL today as well. You're listening to Oilers Now. This is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. And we'll have Ken Holland coming up at 1 o'clock today. Uh, we'll continue getting your thoughts. Keep texting us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line. Give me your perspectives. We'll circle back into the Oilers Now Audio Vault for direct workwear featuring Edmonton's largest selection, unbeatable prices, customer service that makes you feel like family. Uh, the uh, Edmonton Oilers, sure, we'll go ahead and do the full audio recap of last night's disappointing 4-1 loss to Chicago. 
for the second time this season, the Edmonton Oilers take on the Chicago Blackhawks. Back to Kane on the right wing, all the way across. One-timer scores! Quick shot by Debrinket off the left wing, and he squeezes it in past Smith. It's a power play goal. It's 1-0 Chicago. Doc, he will float it out to Debrinket into the Oiler end on the left wing. Cross ice pass. Shot scores. Hagel off the right wing. And just like that, it's 2-0 for Chicago. The puck cleared out. Borgstrom down the right wing to Lafferty. He'll put it on goal and a save made by Smith. Lafferty was on a pretty sharp angle, but going hard into the boards was Duncan Keith. Yeah, that is not good. You know, to be only down two after one was, uh, I think we felt very fortunate. Um, you know, but with that being said, I liked our second period. I thought we did a good job of getting ourselves back into it and, you know, maybe could have tied the game up there in the second, but, you know, that's not how it went. Pass in front to Kane. Oh, to the blue line. Scores! Leon Dreisaitl was able to jam it in. 14th power play goal of the year for Leon Dreisaitl. He hasn't had a power play goal in a month. Debrinket back to Jones. He'll walk in, go to Debrinket. He'll shoot, he'll score. That was tipped. It looked right at the side of the net as Debrinket let it go. It's a power play goal. You know, we got to find a way to get a kill. Um, you know, we lost the special team battle again tonight. Um, you know, that's a big part of our game. So we... Uh, we don't find a way to get a you know win the special teams battle. It uh, you know seems like we're chasing the game. So you know they get two, our power play gets one, and you know that's that's kind of the difference. Back to the blue line for McCabe. His shot just goes wide in front of the net. Scores. Kirby Doc puts it upstairs on Mike Smith. The Chicago Blackhawks end their three-game losing streak with a 4-1 win over the Edmonton Oilers. All right, there you have it. Uh, and you heard Connor McDavid with some comments during the course of that as well. Edmonton loses ultimately last night uh, to the Chicago Blackhawks. Final score 4-1 in what turns out to be the last games that Dave Tippett and Jim Playfair end up uh, as coaches for the Edmonton Oilers, relieved of their duties today. Trent has reached out via Twitter. Bob, so the best time to fire the coach and bring Jay Woodcroft in wasn't during a week off in January or the week before the All-Star break, but today... The problems aren't new. This is a failure by Ken Holland. He chose to give Tippett more runway rather than give Jay, uh, Jay Woodcroft more runway to make adjustments. Absurd. Uh, I don't take ple- any pleasure in people losing their jobs. A sad and humbling day for their, uh, those guys and their families. That one comes to us from Trent. Again, you can uh, text us on the Ashley Fine Floors text line at 780-496-0063. We'll use an old school radio term. We'll splice some more text in a little bit later on. Off to NHL today for Elite Promotional Marketing, company-branded apparel products and awards, all created in-house. Shop local at ElitePromoMarketing.com. Back to the 630 Chad Studios, here's Brendan Escott. Uh, seven games across the NHL tonight. Ottawa's hosting Pittsburgh. Montreal entertains Washington and an all-Canadian matchup down the QE2. Toronto is visiting Calgary. Martin St. Louis, if you haven't heard by now, is in as head coach of the Montreal Canadiens, despite never having coached higher uh, than Pee Wee. He was an advisor in Columbus in 2018-19. 
Craig Berube, conversely, uh, signed a three-year extension with the St. Louis Blues. He's got all the experience he needs winning that Stanley Cup in 2019, the Callahoo product. Cami Granado joining the Vancouver Canucks front office. She'll be an assistant GM. Brad Marchand suspended six games for roughing and swinging a stick at Tristan Jari earlier this week. Just saw that Marcus Foligno got two for uh, kneeing Adam Lowry in the head. Tuka Rask, by the way, officially announcing his retirement. Canadian men took care of Germany 5-1 to begin round-robin play in Beijing. Bakersfield got a homestand on the weekend with Henderson in town. Uh, Oil Kings Bobber on the road for a pair here tomorrow night against Red Deer. Saturday in Medicine Hat, but their next home game, Tuesday the 15th against Red Deer, has been postponed and will be rescheduled as part of uh, the league's... Uh, it's like a league-wide schedule tweak, basically. Um, and Alberta is playing McEwen Friday at the DCA. All right, there you have it. Uh, we have got uh, how many new head coaches over the last calendar year in Canada? Five of the seven teams. Uh, Sheldon Keefe and DJ Smith, two OHL coaches, the longest-serving coaches. Uh, you got a new head coach in Montreal yesterday uh, with Martin St. Louis, who's got no coaching experience. Uh, Jay Woodcroft coming up from farm today for Edmonton. Vancouver replaced uh, Travis Green with. Uh, Gabby with Bruce Boudreau earlier this season. Winnipeg Jets. Paul Maurice stepped down earlier this year. And uh, Calgary last year. Daryl Sutter. Right? Was it last year that Daryl Sutter came in? I think it was Daryl Sutter came in last year for Jeff Ward. Eight shutouts, by the way, for Jacob Marks. Flames taking care of business last night against Vegas in the second of a back-to-back. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Kevin Robertson. Louis DeBrusque will join us at 1235. It's 1229 in Edmonton, and you're listening to Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.